And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a comprehensive look at grain and cattle markets. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. India has slapped higher tariffs on Canadian pulse crops. The tariff on imported chickpeas jumps another 20%, reaching 60%. Other pulse crops face a 50% tariff. A senior market analyst at FarmLink Marketing Solutions, Neil Townsend, says India is expecting a record pulse crop harvest this spring. The most kind of you know disappointing thing is that it's uh, evidence to Canada that you know there's not a simple fix to the tariffs on the pulses in India. It's a you know they're trying to boost up farmer income there, and you know I, I don't think we're going to see uh, you know at least for the the beginning period, the remainder of the 2017-18 marking year, and the beginning period of the 18-19 year, and well into the 18-19 year, I think we're going to see a, like maintaining these uh, tariffs on like lentils and chickpeas, and it's just going to mean like you know, it's going to be harder for Canada to make an export program back to the level that we were at kind of, you know, the year before or and the year before that. So, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a struggle here. And I think like people looking at kind of, um, you know, their acreage mix should really be, uh, you know, they shouldn't be um, making their plans based on prices that much higher than the current prices for pulses out there, because there's no real pathway to that without either some form of incremental demand, like, India back in the market, unlikely right now, or, uh, you know, a real a weather threat, like in other words, that, you know, some region, hopefully other than ours, has, uh, has some, some bad cropping, and, and that's not in the cards at this particular moment. Looking at other markets, Townsend says Kansas wheat prices have improved due to dryness, but weather advisories have been issued, and March can provide some serious snowfall to replenish soil moisture. He says wheat exports have been solid, but world supplies remain strong and weather will play a role in the future. For canola, he says the declining Canadian dollar has been supportive and prices remain relatively good. I think the canola prices, you know, really being quite strong on the futures side. The cash prices have shown some signs of life. So we're up around $12 in certain regions. But, I mean, it's, it's hard to really detect what the fundamental story is because Exports on the weekly Canadian Grains Commission report is, haven't been spectacular. We don't have the COPA report anymore, but Crush has been on par with last year, a little bit behind, but not ahead, as you know you might think it has been. It's been bolstered by the situation in Argentina, where weather has been bad there, and the Argentine soybean crop has been going down. Argentina is the world's largest soy meal exporter, so that's benefited any commodity that has a connection maybe to the feed grain market. And I mean, obviously, canola meal has benefited and canola by extension. But I mean, unless we get into some sort of doubt about just how much was produced last year and more of a concern about the potential for uh, next year, I think that the current values being offered for both old crop and new crop are really like good selling opportunities for farmers. What is the price outlook for wheat in the coming months? Well, I think in the coming months, we're probably going to see, depending on the level of perceived threat of drought, we're going to continue to see wheat prices firm and head up. Then the question mark will be, what are the actual conditions of the spring wheat crop? What's the total production potential for North America? If we see that kind of like start to decline, uh, more, more from 
you know, where expectations are today, we could see, you know, higher prices, but the cap to the prices is that there's no other problems in the world. So it looks like, you know, China has a pretty good crop coming, the European Union overwintered pretty good, Russia looks good, Ukraine looks good, India's going to have a record wheat crop that they're just, you know, finishing up the harvest with now. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't look like globally wheat prices are going to be in a in a clear bullish channel. So I would say, again, like, you know, during the months where the concern is the highest for drought impact, those might be the best pricing opportunities for wheat for your remaining old crop and certainly a good place to start for new crop sales. How about some of the other crops, barley, flax, rye? Well, I mean, barley has definitely benefited from, uh, you know, some of the goings on in the uh, feed market and and, uh, and the perceived kind of, you know, crunch on the soybean meal side from Argentina not having as much supply to put out into the globe. So barley, feed barley prices have been relatively firm. I mean, there's also been uh, reports of like more cattle being brought into Canada to being being fed. So any more incremental demand on that front certainly helps barley. A malting barley is really being rather ordinary. I mean, there's nothing, there's been, you know, reports of a, a lot more exports to China this year, but we really haven't seen the prices ascend too high. I mean, maybe they've been, uh, they haven't gone down too much, but a malting barley market is relatively boring. Flax, I mean, flax, there's some pretty okay sales opportunities right now in and around the $12 mark. But next year, it does look like Canadian farmers are going to increase flax acres uh, significantly, and that's going to be detrimental to the overall flax price. So we do see flax prices declining by about 50 cents a bushel next year, uh, you know, more in the 11.50 range as opposed to the $12 range. Rye, I mean, there are some concerns about rye right now because, uh, you know, the lack of snowfall in Manitoba and parts of Saskatchewan have certainly, like, you know, meant that any crop that was kind of a winter crop, like uh, winter wheat or or rye, probably didn't have a a great growing season, wasn't protected. So we don't think there's going to be, like, a a very good production for rye. So that that could help prices a bit, but it will help uh, prices for the people who managed to get some or maybe some spring rye, but there won't be a lot of uh, kind of winter rye around. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A cattle market analyst is expecting relatively strong markets this spring. The manager of Canfax, Brian Perea, says a declining value of the Canadian dollar is supporting cattle prices this winter. You know, as you head into spring, uh, they kind of diverge a little bit in terms of the cattle markets, but certainly on the fed cattle side, these markets are looking pretty strong. You know, we've got fed cattle into the kind of 165 kind of range or high 160s on a on a live basis. So, you know, at that level, feedlots are making money and, you know, that's a that's a pretty strong price. You know, in the next, you know, would likely see a possibly see a a top or high, you know, over the next month or two, the market should stay pretty strong. But further out, looking at fed cattle markets heading into summer, you know, we we probably see some more pressure there. Just going to have a lot more cattle coming onto the marketplace. In terms of the calf and feeder markets, you know, they've been pretty darn strong too. You know, calf markets, calves that can go to grass this spring. You know, well over two thirty, two forty kind of price range for the for the light. 500 pound calves and stuff 
And again, those are historically quite strong prices. And, and as long as moisture conditions stay reasonable, they, they should be well supported into spring. The only one that's kind of flat would be sort of feeder cattle, ones that are going to, you know, 800 plus cattle that can't really go into grass and going to be finished later this year. Might see a little bit of pressure, but still hanging in fairly de- reasonably well uh, with the Canadian dollar coming off and such. That's also supporting our, our cattle markets here. What's the outlook on the size of the cattle herd, both in Canada and the U.S.? Has there been a lot of sell-off because of dryness in parts of southern Saskatchewan? Uh, no, you know, we've managed to hold in pretty well. Uh, we haven't seen a major sell-off. We haven't seen any growth, unfortunately. Actually, the stats can, numbers, Statistics Canada numbers will be out next week on the Canadian herd. But we're generally seeing it fairly flat. We may have a few more cattle around just because we didn't export any feeders, and we actually imported some feeders out of the U.S. last year. So uh, uh, we might have a few more cattle around, but the overall cattle herd, the cow herd numbers really haven't probably changed very much. You know, we're not keeping that many more heifers. We're basically just replacing what as we go. So uh, limited growth this side. U.S. herd has expanded a lot previously. They've still expanded slightly over 2017. But, you know, dryness concerns, they're definitely uh, going to limit much growth in the U.S. And, you know, the the forecast doesn't look all that great. And if they continue to have fairly large dry areas, you know, their their herd expansion will likely be would be over, I guess. But that'll be fairly weather-related. But it'll be limited growth even if there is any in, in the U.S. This summer, are you expecting prices to do what? Fed cattle, like I said, fed cattle definitely going to be under some pressure. It's just seasonal and, and the volumes are going to be coming into the marketplace. So, you know, as I said, in the fed cattle, we're into the 160 kind of range and once, you know, potentially into 170-ish here, you know, into spring, hopefully. Uh, but, you know, there's risk all the way back to kind of 130s uh, kind of range. So fairly significant pullback. But on the other hand, you know, the calf market, as expansion slowed down, uh, there's good demand for calves. And anytime we're $2 or over $2 on the calf market, that's still pretty good. May not be as high as last year, but still a fairly, fairly good calf market heading in later into the year. Brian Perea is the manager of Canfax, a market analysis division of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola fell a dollar seventy at four ninety-seven thirty-four. Oats dropped a dollar forty-seven at one sixty-nine fifty. Number one red spring wheat went down sixteen dollars sixty-nine cents at $230.33. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 258.25. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, 463.68. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down 11 and a quarter cents at 623 and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hard on livestock here in Moose Jaw. Just under 3,000 cattle on offer for the week ending March 1st here in Moose Jaw. 
These like grass cattle that may hit the grass are selling very, very well right now. These eight plus weight cattle, they're barely steady. Cow market looks the same as it was here last week, but these big, good cows, they got to be 80 plus days on grain. They're bringing from 88 to 94. The hay fed cows from 80 to 88. These shelly cows, they're dollars lower. And the good bulls are trading from a dollar two to a dollar fourteen. Here's what happened at our Tuesday sale with just under 2,629 steers. 439 at 262 and 50. 42 steers at 513 at 241, and neither one of them bunches were in the top cut. Here's 117 red and black steers. 586 at 235, 75. 76 red and black steers. 649 at 219, 75. 713 weight tans. They topped out at 207 and a quarter. 777, 776 weight red and black steers at 182, 75. And 876 weight tan steers bring 178 and a quarter. Here's in the La Heifer market. 43 little red and black heifers. 457 at 217.75. 46 tan heifers. 591 bring 207. And the 688 weight tans at 189. We did sell 167 red and black, red and red baldy heifers in one drag. 591. They break two bucks at 2.75. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,600 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 145 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,400 head, selling a range of 146 to 158 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 2nd are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 151.91, Ham's Cash, 150.41, Thunder Creek Brickle, 160.98, and High Life, 156.12 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 26 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2851. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.64 cents U.S. U.S. cash hog markets are finishing the week in a stable trend amid a significant increase in uncertainty for the prices of all commodities and also for the broader economy. Yesterday, President Trump announced new tariffs to be applied to imported steel and aluminum, equivalent to 25% and 10% of their value respectively. While yesterday's announcement does not directly impact hog markets, there is a growing concern that countries may consider retaliatory tariffs on other commodities such as pork. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast, well, as you have probably heard already, there's quite a storm coming in from the west, and it will hit large parts of western Saskatchewan. For Regina, for today, mainly cloudy, windies 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 early this afternoon. The high today, minus 2. Cloudy tonight, 2 centimeters of snow beginning this evening, and windy tonight with a low minus 8 degrees. Saturday, 5 to 10 centimeters of snow. Tomorrow, windy's 30, the high minus 4, the low minus 6. Sunday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 3, the low minus 11. More snow for Monday with a high forecast of minus 8, the low minus 16. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 10, the low minus 16. Wednesday, sunny with a high of minus 7, the low minus 13. Thursday, sunny with a high of minus 4. The normal high is minus 4, the normal low minus 15. The sun rose at 740 this morning. It sets at 641 tonight. 
Around the province, we have Estevan at minus 5 right now, Saskatoon minus 12, Swift Current is minus 5, Weyburn is minus 4, and Yorkton minus 7 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-northeast at 34. The wind chill, minus 16. Humidity, 75%. The barometer dropping, 102.6. Moose Jaw Cloudy, minus 8. Winds are from the east at 31. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 7 degrees, that's 19 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.